Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello and welcome to 31 Days of Terror 2023, day number 21. And I have three spooky stories for you today and the first story comes from Kayla. I have a couple of experiences that took place in my grandparents' home in a regional town located in Australia's Hunter Valley. In 2007 I was 17 years old and living in a small bedroom home with my pop. This home started out as an old miner's cottage and is very common in our area. Built in the early 1900s by the people who worked the underground coal mines. The day I moved in, the house was pretty bare and there was an odd, unsettled feeling. I put it down to there not being much furniture in the house and this being the first place I'd lived without my mum and my siblings. My pop had only moved in the week before, so I didn't dwell too long on those feelings. It's really hard to explain, but I just didn't like one corner of the room. It felt darker, but having density like not as much light reached it. As a kid, I always had nightmares and was petrified of the dark, so as a teen, I wanted to prove to myself that I wasn't scared. That's where I placed my cupboard, to fill the space. Done. Dealt with. No more dark corner. I still avoided looking at that space until the room was lit up, but in my mind I had solved the issue, or so I thought. I had an old boxy TV on the opposite wall to my bed, and when I'd fall asleep at night, I'd put the remote for the TV under my pillow. I woke up at 5.30am for work and would reach under the pillow for the remote to turn on the TV to wake me up and start my day. That was until I started waking up to the TV remote being across the room sat on top of the TV. I was perplexed and after a few occurrences, I asked my pop if he was coming in and moving my remote. He told me that he hadn't and that he goes to bed much sooner than me anyway. Over time, it became the norm. I'd hear my name said clearly and loudly in a man's voice in my ear in the middle of the night. When going into the kitchen, I'd always turn the light on before entering, just because I had a good feeling that I didn't want to see what was potentially there. I also did not go to the toilet with the shower curtain closed. And oddly, despite all this, I wasn't scared. I didn't feel threatened. I just knew there was something else. It became a bit of a family joke. It felt as though the spirit was a young man. I can still picture in my mind's eye what I thought he'd look like. Tall, slim build, with dark hair, wearing a t-shirt and probably some type of board shorts. I don't know what they're called in other countries, but like swimming trunks that come to the knee. So I named him Jimmy, which came to be what the entire family refers to him as. I met my now husband at 18 while living in this home with my pop. Eventually, when he started staying at my house overnight, the feeling of the house shifted. I could feel that the energy had changed. We were laying in bed asleep when I suddenly woke up to see the figure of a tall, slim man standing over my now husband. 
I could not see features, but I instantly knew that it was looking at my husband with intensity. In the couple of seconds that I acknowledged these things, I simply scooted over to spoon my husband and went back to sleep. In the morning when I woke, it was with a what-the-fuck moment. I recalled the night before and was amazed by my sleepy self being so okay and cool about what I had seen. I just remember feeling like, well, okay, you don't like him, but I do, so buzz off. There is a beautiful lady in my hometown that has the gift of knowing things most of us can't tap into. I asked her if she had any thoughts on some things happening in my home. This is literally all I said. She told me that the spirit of a young man lived in our home and that he's very protective of me and means us no harm. I felt validated. Everything I had said I felt was confirmed. This house became kind of a halfway house for the grandchildren. As in, when we left home, we kind of stopped by and lived with Pop for a year or two first, paying half the bills and helping Pop. Then we'd make our own way and move on. After I left, two of my brothers moved in. It was known that Kayla thinks a ghost is here, haha, stupid Kayla, so I'll never forget the day my pop rang to tell me that the night before, both of my brothers were sat in the family room watching TV. Sitting on the lounge, you could see through the doorway into the kitchen where my pop had utensils hanging from little hooks on the wall above the bench. At about 10pm, they heard some banging and looked into the kitchen to see that the utensils were violently swaying from side to side and clanging together. The windows and doors were closed and even if they weren't, it wasn't possible for the wind to catch them from that angle. Hilariously, one idiot brother got a kitchen knife and looked around the house only after turning every single light on and yelling that he wasn't scared. The brother simply picked up his phone, went to his room, put the blanket over his head and refused to look at anything but his phone until he fell asleep. Fast forward to 2015 and my daughter was about two months old. By this time my nan had moved in with Pop and her bedroom is the first by the front door. She sleeps very princess and the peeish with a large bed and two mattresses on her base. When we arrived to visit for dinner our daughter was asleep so I put her in the middle of nan's bed all wrapped in her blankets warm. After about 15 minutes I checked on her. I found my baby laying where I had left her but in her hand was one of those sticks from a reed diffuser but this one had a little flower made out of foam on the end. My nan had this in her room atop her tall boy drawers and when I saw her gripping it tightly, still blissfully asleep, I immediately tried to make sense of it. The rest of the diffuser remained on the tall boy. I went to the living room and asked who had moved her, who had given her the flower. Everyone was silent, trying to figure out what I was talking about. When questioned, nan, looking at me like I was batshit crazy, said that no one had been up the hallway that she had seen. In that instant, I knew that the spirit in that house had given it to her. There was no way that a two-month-old baby could have gotten off a ridiculously high bed, climbed some drawers and then taken the flower stick. My eyes watered and I got goosebumps. I said loudly, Thank you for looking after her, but that is some creepy shit. No more of that, thanks. My grandparents had a long-time friend visit and waved to someone while sitting in the family room. She turned to my nan and asked if the young man in the bedroom was one of her grandsons. When nan looked and asked who she was talking about, she proceeded to say, that boy there, dark hair, blue shirt and shorts on. Right there, she insisted. The look on nan's face told her friend all that she needed. She immediately got up, thanked nan for having her and told nan that she would not be back, but that nan and pop are welcome to have a cuppa at her house. 
My grandparents still live in this home. Weird little things still happen. However, everyone is used to it. You can tell when someone has just been touched on the shoulder or poked because they have the telltale look of what the fuck for a couple of seconds when they realise no one is there. Then we just yell out, No touching, thanks Jimmy! And keep on with whatever it is that we're doing. It's like so many little things happen that nobody mentions it unless it's a more exciting event, which doesn't happen as often. I'm not sure why I still don't like the corner of my old room or why I still don't pee with the shower curtain closed. It's just the way it is at Nan and Pop's house. I wonder is the man in this little cottage maybe potentially a minor? Like a minor who had lived there previously? Either way, even though, like you said, you had that dark space in the corner that feels very threatening, it it also feels like whatever this was, whatever this entity was, whoever he was, was non-threatening and kind of looking out for you in particular. And it might just simply be a case of old-fashioned ideologies of a man thinking, oh, I need to look after this young woman in the house. And it's amazing that the woman who has the gift of knowing in your town was able to verify your feelings that this entity in the house was a young man and kind of calling him Jimmy and making him feel a little bit less threatening. But to have that validated must have been really, really amazing and also make you feel calm about the things that are happening in the house. And now I know very little about babies, but uh, I do know that two month old babies are not climbing anything. You know, they're not climbing down off beds. They're not climbing up big, tall chest of drawers in order to grab a diffuser and then climbing back into bed and going to sleep. So it sounds like maybe Jimmy was a little bit enamoured with her and wanted to give her something to show that he was enamoured with her. Very sweet, really. But also pretty freaky. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And story number two comes from Zofia. I have a rather odd sense of religion. I consider myself to be an omnist, as I believe all religions have truth. When hiking, there are many paths to the summit of the mountain. My first memory of having this gift, as some call it, was when I was four years old. It was thundering and lightning outside, and I was afraid, so I went to sleep in my parents' room, as to not wake them up. I snuggled with my blanket and tried to sleep on the floor. My mother used to make doll clothes, this was back in the 90s, so she had two almost life-size dolls that had movable arms and legs. While I was trying to fall asleep, I heard unmistakable giggling. I looked up at the dolls and could swear they were staring at me. I turned over to try and ignore them, but the giggling kept going. I turned back over to tell them to hush, and they were both standing up. I couldn't speak or scream or move. 
Next thing I know, their plastic little legs were moving towards me. I finally found my voice and screamed bloody murder. My parents woke up and when my mother flipped on the light, the dolls fell to the floor, almost like Toy Story. After I calmed down, my mom asked me why I was playing with her dolls. I said I wasn't and she then asked, well, how did they get into the middle of the floor then? Another story was when I was in my 20s. My friend owned a tattoo shop in an old Coca-Cola plant. We would sometimes sit in the back of the empty warehouse and hang out while waiting on clients. Out of the corner of my eye, I saw a man walk past. I got up and followed him around the corner and dropped my drink because of what I saw. It was like a time slip. Ten or twelve guys, all in old-timey-looking uniforms with hats, were walking around working on machines that I have never seen before. My friend called out to me asking if I was okay because I broke my glass cup. As soon as I heard him, the figures just whooshed away like smoke. I have the ability to touch things and see or feel the memories. I was able to describe to a friend what his dead mother looked like without ever seeing a picture of her. I could tell a friend's mother how her father used to sit on the couch in her house before he passed away in the 80s. How he would call her Ginny instead of Jen or Jenny, like everyone else. I could touch a piece of jewellery and tell you whose it was. People have me come to their house and have me read it to make sure that it's okay to continue living there or if they should move. Around 2017, I was being followed by an entity that I believed to be Baphomet, one of the seven princes of hell. I had a recurring dream for three months. In the dream, I would be walking down a red lighted hallway with doors on either side, kind of like a hotel. Each and every door I would choose, there he would be sitting just waiting for me. In my beliefs, Baphomet's power is chaos, and my life was full of chaos at that time. My friend's father was a retired preacher who lost faith in his specific denomination, but not in his idea of God. He performed a type of exorcism on me that made the entity disappear. After he was gone, I was able to get my life back on track. Well, Sophia, I am glad you were able to get your life back on track because that sounds like it would be incredibly disruptive to have that dream every night and see Baphomet behind every door. And I'm not somebody who is afraid of dolls. I'm pretty indifferent to dolls. Like, things like Annabelle, Chucky, all those kind of things don't really bother me. But um, those those dolls with their little their little plasticky legs running towards you in the middle of the night, now that's it's not okay. And maybe that's ignited some sort of fear in me because I did not enjoy that part of the story. It terrified me. Do you think that the dolls themselves were haunted or do you think that you were just sensitive to an entity that was using the dolls to frighten you or communicate with you in some way? And that time slip story is amazing. I do, I have to say, I do find time slips quite terrifying because my thought is always, what if you can't get back? You know, you hear all these time slips of people who have gone somewhere, wherever it is, they're walking down the street and they end up in the 1950s. What if, the, what if, you, what if you can't get back? Like, that's the thing that always freaks me out. What if you're stuck there? You've disappeared from this timeline, but in the 1950s you've appeared and, and what? You just have to start your life? And did those old timey guys that were working in the Coca-Cola factory all those years ago, busy working away, did one of them turn around and go, oh my God, I just saw the... I just saw the outline of, of a girl standing there or I just saw a girl wearing really strange out of place clothes. The more I think about this, the more I wrap myself up in knots and it really, really scares me. And our final story today comes from Iona. 
Before my mum and dad had any children, they lived in a small house together. They've told me stories growing up about things such as hearing babies cry in the house when they knew there were no babies in the area. Another time my mum had made dinner for my dad and sat it on the counter, she turned her back on it and claims that it flew off the counter and onto the floor. After my sisters and I were born, we moved to a different house in the area. When we got there, my mum went up into the loft where there was just one small statue of an angel that sat alone in the middle of the room. It made her feel uncomfortable, so she turned it to face away from her. When she went back up there, it was turned to face the loft hatch again. She turned it around again and this happened every single time she went into the loft. Another thing that happened in that house is that one time my big sister was in her bedroom getting ready to go somewhere and when she went to leave she found she couldn't open the door. She at first thought that it was a joke and was shouting at whoever she thought was there to let her out but when no response came she phoned my dad who was downstairs to come and see what was going on. When he got upstairs he saw that there was a wooden chair under the door handle This chair sat at the top of the stairs across the hall and far from the bedroom door, so there was no way it could have fallen over accidentally. My dad and my sister were also the only two people in the house at the time, and my dad swears it had nothing to do with him. In that same bedroom, my sister had a teddy bear on her bed that used to move around her bed. She would sit it on the bed, leave the room, and when she went back in, it was in a different place. When we moved into the house we currently live in, things started happening again, like seeing people out of the corner of your eye or hearing them, only to turn around and see there was no one there. There was one time my sister found the imprint of somebody's face and hand on her mirror and that really freaked her out. I think the biggest thing that has happened in this house was when my sister phoned my mum, who was out on a walk with the dog. When we heard her phone ring in the next room, we realised she must have left behind until the call was answered and we heard our mum's voice say, hello, before the call ended. We still can't explain to this day how that could have happened, but I think we all find it quite fun rather than scary. Iona, you are a braver person than I because I think I would find that, frankly, terrifying. Even though statues of angels are supposed to bring comfort and peace and joy to people and all that jazz, you put a statue of an angel in the middle of an empty room and let me tell you, that thing is going to freak the shit out of you and if that angel statue then insists on moving back to where it originally was even after you've moved it several times then that's going to make you feel probably more than a little uncomfortable it definitely sounds like there was something in that house that wanted to you know make itself known make sure that it was the dominant thing in the house whatever it was and again we seem to have some sort of mimic still have no answer as to why that might be or what they might be doing or how they might be doing it or why And I don't think we'll ever have that answer. But we'll keep asking the question anyway. Thank you so much to Kayla, Sophia and Iona for sending in their stories. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you would like to send in your story, you can do so by emailing reallifeghoststoriespodcast.gmail.com. You can also check out the website reallifeghoststoriespodcast.com. And if you are desperate for some extra spooky content, you can subscribe to the Patreon. That is patreon.com forward slash stories, where for $5 a month or $2 a month, you get access to heaps of extra content, as well as every single main and mini episode completely ad-free. And on that note, I shall see you tomorrow. Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.